0: all right what is going on everybody welcome back to another day of saber sims dfs office hours it is thursday april 27th of 2023 it is uh officially nfl draft day if i am not mistaken so uh hope all of your teams that you are rooting for draft who you want should be a uh, fun day, uh, quite the extravaganza on NFL draft day. Good luck to all of you uh, sharp bettors out there, taking advantage of some of the uh, draft betting, betting markets. So good luck to all of you there. And uh, looks like we have a five game MLB main slate today. I know we had an early slate. Uh, get going earlier today over on DraftKings. at a six-game early slate. Good luck to you guys there. Looks like we have a NBA showdown. If anybody wants to talk any NBA showdown strategy uh, with teams getting eliminated from the playoffs with the playoffs starting to shrink here, uh, we're going to see a lot more uh, showdown contests. So that should be fun. And then we have a three-game NHL main slate. So it should be a fun day. Plenty to talk about. I know we had golf teeing off earlier this morning as well but for those of you who are new here welcome my name is andrew one of the coaches over here at sabersim it's a show where we go over how to use the sabersim app answer any and all dfs related questions that come in live in the youtube chat or in the office hours channel in our discord server if you're not in our discord there's a link in the description below to get joined up highly recommend it as always but with that said i uh, gonna get the app pulled up here and gonna get going with some questions in discord here and then we will jump over to the youtube chat but if anybody has any questions now is always a great time to get those in I'm uh, gonna scroll up here uh i got back to day by day yesterday he followed up uh looks like our first question here is from neil and neil said thoughts on ignoring ownership and just slamming the best plays with diversification in low stakes mlb okay so good question here uh to be honest, my opinion is I don't love this strategy. Um, I think that, you know, what we consider the big pillars of DFS, especially like uh, MLB, since we're talking about MLB here, is correlation, upside, and ownership. And I think that ignoring any one of those is is probably worse than accounting for it in some way in general um i think that the biggest thing that i've seen this season particularly is that the best pitching options usually come in much much higher owned uh so so let's say that you know we take garrett cole here for example right um if we were to do like a research build here uh which we could do just just to show this uh, this, this is basically like kind of what I'm doing on day-to-day basis, running this like zero nine build. Um, I'm usually increasing my pull size to the max pool size. So for me on the pro plan, I can run up to 5,000 lineups, but I'm just going to run 500 for the sake of this example here. And what I'm trying to do is, you know, figure out uh, what Garrett, how Garrett Cole grades out with no correlation. You know, how good of a play is he? I'm looking at the pool percent over here on the left. So so we say that, you know, in our pool of 500 lineups here, uh, he is in the pool about 53% of the time, which is just about his ownership, just about matches. Um, but from what I've seen so far in this MLB season, I think Gary Cole is probably going to come in much higher on than this. I'd say 60%, 70% probably. Um, it it just seems that in today's MLB DFS ecosystem, the best, Pitching plays, you know, projected points, um, salary usually, usually like projected points or like fantasy points per dollar, so, something along those lines, is just so, like always higher owned than projected here. I think just the general population is just slamming that top pitcher and then doing different things with their stacks. So I would project Cole to come in like sixty to seventy percent owned today. Um, that's just kind of my feel. Uh, we could obviously check that. Uh, I'm I'm playing mostly over on Owners Box, and like that's something I've seen, especially on Owners Box. Uh, so I would just take that into account. Um, if Cole's going to be, you know, seventy percent owned, let's say, and and we're saying that he's coming in optimal, like fifty three percent of the time, I think there's some edge in in limiting your exposure to this play. I'm not saying to you know, go under this play, I'm not saying to uh, full fade or anything like that, but the the approach that I've been taking specifically is like, okay, you know, I am not going to let Cole uh, beat me, but I'm also not going to like lose to him, so, so I'm pretty comfortable basically just like matching him or being closer to his optimal percent, his estimated optimal percent here, and taking shots elsewhere. So if if I think he's gonna come in 70% owned, and you know, I'm I'm gonna use this pull percent as like an estimated optimal of like 53%, I'm comfortable being anywhere within that range, um, uh, even like plus or minus ten percent of his ownership and not getting too crazy, not getting too different, but I, I still think it's important to to understand ownership to take it into account. I think adjusted ownership is, is great for um batters in particular when we get these super high owned batters i've seen mike trout come in like 66 percent owned on owner's box and um just just can get really out of hand so I, I do think it's important to understand that to take that into account i think that's what our back testing has told us i think that's what uh why we see it uh included in these formulas here i'm I'm assuming that, you know, this This question is just like different strategies, you know, thinking about different things, thinking about DFS, different ways to uh, attack it. So I don't see anything wrong with the question. I think it's a good question, but I still think that ownership is definitely one of the pillars of DFS and I am of the thought uh, process or strategy that it is important to account for all of these things together and then just weigh them properly here. But good question to get us started, Neil. uh sorry about that i think that i just went offline briefly there so i apologize for any hiccups there uh, let me get Sim pulled back up and we will continue with the show but it looks like we're still live uh, looks like we are back so apologies about that brief blackout uh looks like next question here uh, from snowman Snowman says, does Saber sim have a thing for prop betting? So, uh, yes, we we do. If you're on the SaberSim Pro plan, uh, if you go up to your account, you will see the option for this add-on. Uh, it says NBA props. We're going to get this changed. Uh, we are doing both NBA and MLB props with a bigger emphasis on MLB props as the NBA playoffs continue to shrink down the number of teams here. But we're off to a strong start. Uh, if I were to go over and check really quickly for you all here i know we had a good day yesterday so our mlb prop plan here we started it on april 17th so about 10 days ago and we are up just about 19 units here so doing pretty well so far early in the mlb season looking forward to a strong year here but i think that you know the the props and all the calculations and bet analysis that we can do behind the scenes and provide these props is well worth the investment here All right. Uh, getting back to the office hours channel, uh, was a question from 12 pack abs here. I did let him know that I will get back to him here. Uh, basically the question was about, uh, converting like make cut percent and win percent in golf to a custom metric. And the way that that is displayed as a summary statistic. So we'll have to look at that behind the scenes and get back to him there. Uh, Looks like our last question in the Discord is from Kevlar, and then we'll jump over to the YouTube chat. Looks like we have a question from AK over there. So Kevlar said, when using late swap for MLB, I had 216 lineups out of a pool of 1,500. But after building with late swap, it only gave me 212 lineups. Pool was 1,100 plus. Is there a reason why it didn't let me late swap all 216 lineups when there were just enough lineups in the pool? Just wondering if I did something wrong or not. Thanks. Uh, Great question here. So my understanding is that when this happens, so basically what will happen is you'll be in late swap, your number of lineups here, the the builder will recognize that you have 216 unique lineups. And then um, if you get to the post build here, we'll say that this is our post build build uh, and your lineup says 212. That means that four lineups were not late swapped and they are just the original lineup that you uh, previously had. So um, why it couldn't late swap, not sure, could be due to all the players locking, could be to um, some type of salary or or lineup eligibility thing where um, just didn't get to any, um, just, just wasn't able to late swap that lineup. Um, but if you were to download this file, go back to the home screen, if any of those four lineups had out players, your red lightning bolt would still be on. So in general, when when you come to late swap your lineups, I would always do a quick swap first. So use the red lightning bolt, get any out players that are in your lineups, out of your lineups, get that uploaded to the site, and then come back to the app and then do a late swap. So at least you know, no matter what, uh, you have players that are uh, all projected to be in the lineup all have some type of projection and then with the quick swap uh i think matt touched on this earlier this week in the discord there was a conversation about quick swap and uh basically there's two options there's best available and then there's best from same team um the comment was was that best available is not always the best and basically saying that if you're using best available what you are doing is you're just putting in projected points into the lineup, but you are basically ignoring any type of correlation or stacking components. So in my opinion, best from the same team is the best MLB quick swap option. But ultimately what I would suggest doing is doing that quick swap, but then coming back to the app and then doing a late swap. I think that is probably your best bet. All right. Uh, Good questions so far here. Uh, Looks like Joe is here. Joe said, awesome, thank you. Yep, man, happy to help out. Uh, Gonna hit this question from AK. AK said, prior to the late swap update, we could see in our lineups directly which lineups were affected and who were swapped out. Is there a way to still view in this format? I'll look at actual scores to see who is already in play. But if it was highlighted in a way that it stands out, would be great. I enjoyed some of the way it was done before. Uh, Yes, so you could still do it. It's a little trickier here. I apologize for that. I'll show you guys how to do it. I got to go back to a slate uh, where I had some lineups. So I think yesterday I had some NBA lineups. So let me hover back over there and show you guys uh, how to view that here. So let's go to NBA. Let's go to owner's box. And let's go back to yesterday's slate. So I I had these lineups over on owner's box. Let's say that I want a late swap uh, for this slate, right? So I'm going to look at my lineups here. I had lineups and I'm going to run a late swap. So basically what happened is that Uh, the way late swap used to work, we used to only rebuild each lineup one time. Now that we build a pool of lineups, we had to add some uh, verbiage here for like lineups, pool, and trash. This is previously where it said like uh, unchanged versus changed and gave you a summary. To see that summary, what you have to do is just hover over the lineups number. So it'll say lineups, parentheses, and it'll show you your number of unique lineups. If you hover over that lineup, you will get a little pop up that so for me it says 23 changed lineups 10 unchanged lineups and then if you hover over the lineup itself uh let's see where usually if you hover over the lineup okay so maybe it's maybe it's name I'm not sure it looks like there's a little inconsistency here so for my top lineup it's not showing but for my second lineup if I hover over, it says like position, name, opponent, salary. If you hover over name, it'll show the original lineup, and then you could just uh, cross-check those. So, looks like it's working for every other lineup except for my first one. Not sure if that's a bug or what that is. Interesting. So, I'll I'll make a note that there's like a little inconsistency here, uh, but but you could see the original lineup more times than not by just hovering over the lineup. And then you can obviously cross-check and see who changed. And then you can get the lineup summary or your pool summary from the lineups tab up at the top. But those are the two ways to do it. Uh, Not super clear, so I apologize for that. And uh, we'll make a note for the inconsistency here. Uh, AK said, oh, sick, thank you. Yeah, man, happy to clarify that for you here. All right, Noah said, Uh, This is our last question, by the way. If anybody has any questions, now's a great time to get those questions in. Uh, Noah said, hey there, any chance to see what the Sims show for MMA? Would love to see if it puts an emphasis on two fighters from the same fight or not. Uh, So MMA projections are usually up by like end of day Thursday. We could peek over here and see where we're at, but I would always check back like end of day Thursday usually. Uh, Looks like we do have projections up so can just depend we might not have all the fights here looks like we're still missing projections for this uh new son mcgee fight so that should be up later today but i think like by end of day thursday you could basically be pretty uh clear that all the fights are up and then once projections are up what i would do is come in here i would run it i would run a build on 010 so what we're going to do is we're going to do uh a slate simulation we're going to sim out all 13 fights one time and then give you a slate simulation and we're going to do that 500 times here and then from there i would look at you know how often certain fighters are coming up do some research into the slate from there but uh mma projections should all be up by the end of the day looks like we have some initial projections and initial ownership and then just a note that final projections are usually out by like saturday morning so um Friday night, you know, we we get all the updated odds. And then we run our final Sims for MMA sometime Saturday morning before slate lock. All right. So man, said, I'm trying to buy a new buy a new car. I'm at the dealership now. Good luck, my man. I hope you're using those DFS earnings uh to buy a nice car here. But glad you're able to tune in from, from anywhere. So we do, do we do stream the show on YouTube and Twitter now. And then the stream is also posted after the fact over on all major podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, I believe, as well as I've seen some users say uh, they they found the show on some smaller podcast platforms as well. Uh, while we wait for any more questions to come in here, uh, you guys can see that you know I am playing over on Owner's Box as as I showed you guys here for MLB uh, and and NBA you know, they, they ran a uh, 1K to first flagship yesterday. The contest did not fill. I would highly recommend continuing to take advantage of the contest, not filling of the contest overlaying and earning free SaberSim credit for playing over on owner's box. If you Use promo code Saber or SaberSim when you sign up. Uh, one, there's a $500 deposit bonus, but two, we will track your entry fees. And every time you hit one of these markers, we will reach out to you. So if you reach $3,500 in entry fees. We will say, Hey, do you want one month of standard for free? Or do you want to wait and get one month of pro? And then once you cash in on this, it resets. And then we will reach out to you again, once you hit the next threshold. So take advantage of the overlay of the soft contests of the free Sabersim credit and of the deposit bonus. I know I am taking advantage of all of those things. So I would recommend that you guys do it as well. So like to uh practice what what we preach over here at Saberson. All right, gonna get the app pulled back up here. Uh looks like we are all caught up with questions. I know I gotta get back to uh 12 pack abs. So gonna make a note here. 12 pack abs golf question. Uh late swap lineup inconsistency going to make a note there for AK consistency AK said looking at their NBA contest it was difficult to find one I was willing to max out but maybe I need to check MLB so so yeah I mean first of all what I do want to say is that it's okay to enter less than the max um that's a conversation that comes up in discord from time to time here and in in theory what you're going to do is you're going to enter your highest EV lineup first. And then every other lineup after that is technically a uh, lower EV if you're, if you're playing like optimally. Right. And then also, you know, only one of your lineups can win first. Right. So if you enter three lineups, they can't all win first. Right. So then that obviously um, lowers the EV of every lineup after that. The reason that users enter more than one lineup is to try and increase the rate at which they actually achieve that outcome. So if you have, you know, one lineup in a contest of 100 entries, uh, your your raw chance of winning is one in a hundred. But if you have, you know, 10 lineups in a 100 person contest, then, you know, now your chances of winning first are like one in 10. So, so by entering more times, all you're trying to do is, increase the rate at which you achieve that outcome or realize your equity in that contest. Um, but there's nothing to say that entering less than the maximum number of entries is bad. It is totally okay. And uh, don't, don't think that you can only play a contest if you max it out. So just want to be clear on that one. And uh, I think their in their MLB lobby is pretty good. They have like a $1.00, 30 max they have a uh 25 cent 150 max so you get some options to you know get some 150 maxes in there some smaller field stuff and uh i I would take advantage of it ak said has making props add-on available to standard plan been discussed at all uh so i don't think we're going to be doing that mostly because the the reason for that is that by having the props on the Saberson pro plan um those those props don't don't go stale as fast so with having a smaller um user base on the prop plans overall uh those props last longer those props do not go uh away as quickly if you have so many people betting a prop uh that line is going to move very fast so by having the props behind the saberson pro plan we're able to um not have the lines of move as quickly there that way more users can get the bets down without those bets going away so kind of just um has to do more with like the prop betting markets and the illiquidity of them Mm -hmm. overall but but I do not think that the props are going to be coming to the standard plan but uh, definitely worth the investment I'll strong results in NBA and strong results in MLB so far so looking forward to a strong season there but all right, everybody. Uh, I apologize for the late ping. I pinged you guys late this morning, letting you guys know about the stream. Not that you guys don't know that we do this show, you know, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. But I do like to give everybody a heads up, uh, remind everybody to get any questions in prior to the show. But we will be right back tomorrow for our last show of the week. Get your questions in prior to the weekend. And If you guys are building lineups throughout the day, question pops in your head, drop it in the channel, let it sit there. I'll get back to you guys with a uh, response on the very next time that we do the show. But until then, good luck in your contest. Take care. I will see you guys. Bye.